Hello, everyone. Jeff here from this podcast. Of course, you know my voice. Um, I'm here at the start of the episode real quick just to warn you, for those of you with family and small children, um, we do try really, really hard not to swear this episode whatsoever. Um, I don't actually think we do swear. However, at one point in the podcast, we do discuss death and the fact that a lot of the actors who are no longer with us... um, have died from some kind of really sad reasons. So if you have sensitive children, please don't let them listen to this episode if you're worried that they might be upset. So just wanted to warn you right off the bat. Again, we tried really hard to make this a family-friendly episode, and we kind of just got sidetracked, and I'm sorry. So anywho, on with the show. Come along, Dorothy. You don't want any of those apples. Hmm. Are you handing my apples on what they ought to be? Oh, no. It's just that she doesn't like little green worms. Oh, you! What's up? You are. <laughs> you are. You I love are. That. I tried to have him watch it. It's too fast dialogue and he gets confused fast dialogue i know that's a great movie brilliant i think i've watched it like four times since you guys gave it to me for christmas you're welcome Mm thank you (laughs) do we actually start the episode now (laughs) only if i can start it with me burping (laughs) we've gotten so lazy oh we have remember the days when we cared Good, because I don't. <laughs> oh, good God, oh, we are way God. too loud. i got to turn oh, this way down. Oh, my God. All right, we're just going to talk uh, louder, okay? Yeah, okay. Okay. That can, that can happen. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we'll actually start the episode now for real. I don't know. We'll use some part of that, I'm Maybe. sure. Maybe. Okay. Hi. Hello. Everybody. <laughs> Hi. 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 We're on... Lindsay's waiting for people to say hello back. We're on movie number 10. <laughs> number 10? Number 10. Oh, my goodness! Number 10. So number 10. Number 10. Number 10. We're in the top 10. We're done. Oh, shoot. We have to remember we have to watch Ben-Hur still. Oh. I keep forgetting. Like, we're planning everything out. And it's like, oh, shoot. We have to watch Ben-Hur. Okay. Okay. What? Hypothetically. No, we said we were going to. What happens if we start to watch it and we can't finish it? How about we drink during it this time? Oh, even better. There we go. Let's have a drinking game. Okay. Anyway, this is not Ben-Hur. Every time we get bored. Yes. <laughs> This hey, is movie will be amazing. Sorry, this continue. is number ten on oh, our list. I apologize to anybody who's who likes Ben Hur. I it's do okay. apologize. Well, actually, we might like we it. Might, now. You know what the truth is? By now, we probably because again, like, it. like I said in the last episode, I've been re-listening to our old episodes. Mm-hmm. I think we might actually like it now. Just like I think we might like the Best Picture Show. Let Best Picture Show. I said that on the actual episode too. The last Picture Show. <laughs> I still don't think we like Sophie's Choice, though. No. I think I stand behind our Sophie's Choice. I think I, th- I will agree. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if I would like uh, Easy Rider. I don't think you're going to like Easy Rider. I don't think I because I, I think it that's was just episode- Oh, that's the episode I'm on. Easy Rider? Yeah, that's where I finished this afternoon. <laughs> the movie that I just utterly hated. That's fine. <laughs> oh, hey, okay. So. Wizard of Oz. This is Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz from 1939. Oh. It's a, it passed the board. It's an hour and 42 minute adventure family fantasy. Mm-hmm. 8.1 out of 10. And get ready for it. This is a big deal. This is the first time this has happened. Mm-hmm. Not the last time it'll happen. This is the first time it's going to happen. This is a 100 Metascore. Which is nuts. It's crazy. I there see. are one there are one or two more. That are a full 100. Mm-hmm. 
Which is crazy because remember everybody, you have to think that how the Metascore is created is that it takes the it takes an average of all ratings, whether it's you know, you know, five out of five stars or it's a hundred percent or if it's like you know one out of two or any of that stuff, and they average it to get that score. So it being a hundred means that every like actual critical re- like review of the movie that they took it off of gave this film a perfect score. It gave it a hundred percent or a five out of five or you know two out of two based or two thumbs four, up based on four critics because that was remember that's the rule it has to be right four critics have to give it which it's weird that those were the ones that they that they took which is the Entertainment Weekly Variety San Francisco mm-hmm. Chronicle and Real Views like it feels a little weird that those are the four we've got I was right we've got two more that have one hundred percent in the top ten interesting by the way yes one of them is now Boyhood. Like, nominated for an Oscar this year, Boyhood. 100%. 100, 100 Metacritic, yep. I should say. Wow. That's the newest one. Then Pan's, Lab- Pan's Labyrinth is a 98. That's so weird. Okay. Yeah, that is, I think, the newest. The newest one that has a 100 yep. Metacritic score? Yep. It doesn't happen very often. It's not a, it's not a common thing for a movie to be... That Basically perfect. Perfect, perfect is what you're saying. Critically perfect. Critically. Critically perfect. Oh, my goodness. I'm the one that's going to be hiccuping this entire episode. I apologize up front. I burped over my shoulder. What noise was that? I was like... It was a burp. Okay. So, anywho... Anyway, um, yes, 100 Metascore. That's crazy. Two more to go with Metascore. Well, I'm guessing uh, one Citizen's Kane. No. Not Citizen Kane. Godfather is going to be one of them then. There's one more. Lawrence of Arabia? Yep. Okay. Spoil. I didn't want to spoil it, but okay. Spoiler! (laughs) That's how this works, right? You yell spoiler after you've said the thing that's supposed to be spoiled. Got it. All right. For those of you who have never seen this movie, here's the IMDb summary. What's wrong with you? Dorothy Gale (laughs) is swept away to a magical land in a tornado and embarks on a quest to see the wizard who can help her return home. Lindsay? Yes. Wait. Directed by Victor Fleming and others. Yep. (laughs) Written by Noel Langley and others. Starring Judy Garland, Frank Morgan... (laughs) And others, Ray Bolger, Burt Lahr, Jack Haley, Billy Burke, Margaret Hamilton, Charlie Grapewine. The Wizard of Pat Others. Pat Walsh, Clara Blandick, Terry, who played Toto, oh. and the singer Midgets. Terry's from Chicago. Yep. Terry was a girl. You know, it's a fun thing. Toto so, was a girl. You know, I guess Toto doesn't really sound like a that's, no, that's a, Toto that's a, is a boy's name. Toto's a boy's Toto name? Toto to me is a boy dog. Really? But also all dogs are boys and all cats are girls. Okay. In my brain. I know that's not right, but uh, in my brain, that's how it operates. Which makes sense. Yeah, I guess that there's there's that. Okay, Lindsay, can yes, I Jeff. ask you something? Yes, you may. You hated this movie. No, I don't <laughs> hate this movie. Oh my God, why would you say that to me? To start the conversation I don't now. hate this movie. Okay, let us discuss that. Do you want me to talk about how the fact that I have not seen this in probably at least a decade, if not more than that, from beginning to end? We were discussing at the start of the movie. And had not watched it through the eyes of an adult? That, yeah, because, like, you just, you, you, because I want to talk about this. I legitimately yeah. do want to talk. Like, like you originally were saying that you were never a big fan of The Wizard of Oz. No. Do you know why? Were you ever able to figure out while we were watching this movie? It scared me as a kid. Okay. There's a lot of stuff, especially in the beginning, that I found very scary mm-hmm. as a child because I was easily frightened. So, therefore, I didn't like it as a child, so it did not carry over into adulthood. Okay. I also have this weird hipster thing that I don't like things that are super mainstream popular. You are so hipster. And this is so, like, ingrained in our culture. Like, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't care for the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow. 
I was never the little girl who wanted to dress up like Dorothy or Glinda. In fact, I was a... I was the Wicked Witch for Halloween one mm-hmm. year. I was just a witch, and I wasn't green, but I was Black Hat Witch. Like, pointy Black Hat Witch. Yeah. I always liked the way the Munchkins... My favorite part is the Munchkin City part. And mm-hmm. then I kind of stopped caring until they get to Oz. <laughs> and I like the... See, and like... <sighs> I like the brightly colored things, apparently. <laughs> the bright colors. But... Now, you know... Going and... into it now, watching it as an adult... Right. It's just still not one of my favorite movies. But I don't dislike it. I also forgot how much I actually, like, know of this movie. Yeah. Like, I can quote a lot of it verbatim without really trying to. Okay. Which shows you I did watch it as a kid. I was going to say, because we were quoting the whole movie. movie. But I'm not a Hallmark Christmas ornament snow globe collecting Wizard of Oz fan. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? That If I phrase it that way? Yeah. The way I feel about, like... I know people who are that way. Yes, I know. The way I feel about, like, I don't know. Let's just go with movies off this list. Mm-hmm. The way I feel about, like, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. We'll just use that as an example. Regardless of the fact that it's a Jimmy Stewart movie, and we all know how hung up I've been on that for a while. You but love him. I do. You want to marry him. Well, he's dead he's now. He's a corpse. <laughs> he's a corpse. You, can't, you cannot marry him. No. That's necrophilia. That's gross. Welcome to the family episode of It's, yeah. uh, oh, that's it's right. a Wonderful Life. I'm supposed life. to be not using bad words on this uh, episode. Have I done okay? We haven't sworn yet. Okay. We burped, belched, coughed, yelled, and okay. now talked about necrophilia. So okay. we're doing great. Okay, don't explain to your kids what that is. Please don't. <laughs> okay, but anyway, the way I feel about it, it's a wonderful life. Like I would like to now, when I have a home of my own at Christmas time, mm-hmm. I would like to collect Bedford Falls mm-hmm. in little ceramic houses and set up a tiny Bedford Falls. I have had in my it. living room. I know you do. And We've I had would. we had this discussion, yes, and I want to build. It I would again. like to build a little Bedford Falls. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind having a it's a wonderful life snow globe if I could find that sort mm-hmm. of thing. To put up at Christmas time. I would like It's a Wonderful Life Christmas ornaments. It's the same. Okay, I don't feel about The Wizard of Oz the way I feel about Star Wars. I don't feel about The Wizard of Oz. This is compared to like the way people feel very strongly about movies. Mm -hmm. Star Wars is more my thing. Okay. Why Um, do you think it's different? Like, honestly, like what, what, what about The Wizard of Oz is different than, I mean, it's hard to compare a movie like Wizard of Oz and Star Wars because those are, those are different genres. No, but they're both very important, like cultural films. Right. Because as I was talking while we were watching the movie, I have a feeling you could go, like I was originally saying, this movie is a, is a very American movie. This is synonymous with American filmmaking. Depression era. It's we were talking about why is it on the list? Because yes, that was my question. Not why is it on the list. I understand why it's on the list. Why is it so high on the list? Mm-hmm. Why was it number six? Now it's number ten. Right. There are countless movies that are below it, mm-hmm. but that could beneath it on the list higher. that could easily be up higher. But as we were and I'm not talking about necessarily Goodfellas or no. do the right thing. I'm talking about like modern times. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Again, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, but I'm yeah. talking about like. But why is it this movie that's higher on the list? Why is it this movie list? that's high as high as it on the list? I feel the same way about Singing in the Rain. Granted, I haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. but why is Singing in the Rain number five? Yeah, I'll say it's high on the list. It's real up there. On and the honestly, list. you asked me that question. And Singing in the Rain went up five places. This was number ten. So it's like it's. And I'm I'm curious. I'm curious to rewatch uh, Singing in the Rain because I think the last time I saw that I was but like. But then there's six. a movie like City Lights that went up 65 places right. from number 76 to number 11. So like, why is Wizard of Oz still this high up? Why is Citizen Kane still this high up? Right. And like, 
in my head, when you asked that, because you asked that right at the beginning of the movie, and I was um, I was immediately trying to think of an answer as to why this movie is as high on the list as it is. Like, mm-hmm. right away, I'm like, oh, it's... And you did convince me as to why. Right, we'll but it took a while for us to talk about it before, mm-hmm. it before it actually started going... And you've, even, honestly, even myself, when you asked that, I had no idea. Um, you know, it's almost like we as Americans, because it's so ingrained in us, don't question it. Right. But of course, Wizard of Oz is number 10 And that on was the, the thing, because I just went, again, my, my original answer in my head was, because it's the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Like, that that's was... That's not an answer. But I'm like, no, that doesn't work. Like, there's got to be a reason. And why that's is why... Citizen Kane number one? Because it's Citizen Kane is right. not an answer. Because it's the greatest and film I, ever made. But that's I not will an answer. I reaffirm my statement that it will not be number one when they redo the list Mm-mm. in 2017. It'll be probably like four. It'll still be in the top five, but yeah. it will not be number one. But like... As we watch, so since we kind of segued into why this movie is as high on the list, the reasons that oh, we came up with... What? Why I don't think I liked it, even as a kid. Yes. Say because that, and then we're going to go back to the because it scared... One. A lot of it scared me, mm-hmm. and I was not a girly girl. I was very much a tomboy, and I even made a comment in the beginning of the movie. It's when she's seeing, you know, the the who is, ends up being the wizard. Mm-hmm. I don't... Like, he's the fortune teller or whatever. Yeah. It's that big, you know, big doe-eyed, you know, really? Yeah. It's a big pouty fit... I've I've never been like that as a person, and I think it bugs me. <laughs> I think it's like just meant it like, in, like deep that. inside my brain. It bothered me, like her how like naive and just I don't know what it is. It's just something that I've got like a little splinter mm-hmm. that I can't stop picking at in my finger about this movie. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Well, see, so I re- let me. <clears throat> yeah, and having I now, still respect this movie. Yep. I don't dislike. It's not like oh, I'm never watching no. this. I just. Don't go out of my... And I've said this a thousand times on this podcast. I don't go out of my way to watch it. Mm-hmm. Will see, I eventually own it on Blu-ray? Yes. See, and like, as a kid, I know will I watched it. If I it. have kids, will I show it to my kids? Yes. Yeah, see, like, I watched it all the time as a kid. So did and I. now as an adult, I don't have the desire to watch it because it's like, that I watched be... it so much as a child. And that might be another reason why, as an adult, I'm not a big fan. Because mm-hmm. I did watch it a lot as a kid, and not always by choice. It's like, it was one of our vacation movies. It's fun to throw on. Like, to, like tonight, watching it now, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I haven't watched it But did it you in find years. yourself not paying attention anymore yeah. towards the end? Because Mostly because the audio got way off on our yeah, core my, copy, and I couldn't watch it anymore. Way off. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it this. It started becoming a Godzilla movie. But it like, did a little bit. like, it's one of those. So I don't know. Like, it's hard to judge as an adult. That's why, like, while watching it, I still try to like separate myself out. And again, going back to like, why is it so high on the list? I was trying to think of reasons why it's where it's at on the list, and it came down to a couple of reasons. But it, it, it's one of those words. Like, I tried separating myself, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I know exactly what happens. I was quoting lines. You know, I've seen the movie so many times that I could walk away for 20 minutes and come back and know walking in the door right where we're at in the movie. Oh because yeah, because I know the movie. I by started heart. quoting the whole movie, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess I, I know guess this I movie know better than I, you know, remember. <laughs> And it's like, you know, and I'm at that point now where like I'm comfortable making fun of the movie and ripping yeah. on stuff because I'm like, I respect it fully. And I, you know, I enjoy the movie. I like The Wizard of Oz, you know, so much that. And again, like, just like you said, if somebody came up to me going, I've never seen The Wizard of Oz, I would have been like, oh, my God, we have to sit down and watch it right now. Like, I'll be the first person to do that. I'll be willing to sit and yeah. watch it with somebody who's never seen it. But, like, for me, I am not going to sit down and just watch The Wizard of Oz on my own. No. Because I just, I've... I've. But if we look at movies in the top ten that I will sit down and watch on my own, mm-hmm. I will sit down and watch The Godfather. Yeah. I, I do every now and then. Yeah. More often than I do. I will Italian sit down one. and watch Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. 
Oh God, I haven't seen. Every time it's on TV, I watch it. Oh my God, it's been. I know I sound like a broken record, guys. And if you you probably started a drinking game based upon this, but Ooh, it's been yeah. years since yeah. I've seen Gone with the Wind. Uh, and I, those honestly, are the only two I've seen regularly. I've seen Casablanca. I've seen Raging Bull. I've seen Citizen Kane, but I don't watch them regularly. So, but okay, so let's go back real quick because we've why it's on the list. Why it's why it's on the list? Sorry, that was a yawn. Slash why it's so high on the list. It did um, drop four slots. Let's not forget that. The first thing we came up with was the fact that, okay, let's, let's state the obvious. It's technical. It's a technical. It's a lot technical. Very technically well done. Oh, like, yeah. It's amazing for what it did. Considering the makeup, the sets, Yeah, in 1938 the through 39 that they color. were filming this movie. Yeah, the fact that, yeah, the fact that it, it does go into color, which was still a big, newer process. Movies oh, yeah, did not very do experimental. color. Yeah. Case in point, this is a little bit going to my trivia, which I don't know how much I'm actually going to read because it's very lengthy. Mm-hmm. But initially, the yellow brick road was, it came out green. On the film, Mm -hmm. they had to adjust it because they couldn't get yellow because it was too new of a process. They didn't know what they were doing. And it's like, it's crazy to think because you look at this movie, you watch when when they go from the sepia to color Mm -hmm. or sepia. How do you pronounce it? I say sepia. Is it sepia? That's what I say. I don't know. I used to always pronounce it sepia when I was younger, Mm -hmm. but sepia, sepia works, both of them. Sepia, sepia. The the non-color portion of the movie in in Kansas, basically. The black and white part. The Okies portion. Uh, (laughs) Don't say Okies. I know. I can't help it. This podcast has taught me so much. Um, That's not a good thing it's taught you. No, I know. That's not at all. I almost tipped this forward too much. Do not tip my drink, your drink, my, my, anyways, don't spill it. I'm not Um, swirling it. Don't swirl it. I'm going to shake it and make it angry. Anyways, so. uh, (laughs) That's so wrong. Anywho, the, um, uh, the, oh my God, you completely made me lose my train. No, so the color in the movie, you made me completely lose my train of thought. The color of the movie is so ridiculously vibrant when it kicks in. It's so crazy to think this movie, because this movie looks better than movies that were made in the 70s and the 80s do. But to be fair, in HD. Oh, yeah. There are some stuff that does not hold up. We uh, really can notice on the Blu-ray copy of this movie. If you've only ever watched The Wizard of Oz on VHS VHS tape or even DVD, DVD, you're okay. You're probably watching it in the same quality that the people in the theaters used to watch it in. Right. On Blu-ray, you see the corners of the corners of the sets of the studio, the the soundstage. In the soundstage, Uh, you see where the backdrop starts on the roads a lot of the times Mm -hmm. because it's it's an obvious shadow mark. You Uh, see lines for people's prosthetics. Yep, on their face, faces. The the coloring on the the wicked witches' on the witches' makeup is really obvious. There's yellow in there. Uh I never noticed yellow in. It was always just like shades of green in my Mm -hmm. head. But there's obvious yellow. Spring green, but yes, it's yellow. Wish green. But it's like it's like there's so many like holy it's like standing cow. too close to someone in stage makeup. Oh yeah, because that's what it still was at that point. Oh yeah. So, but but anyways, the movie is so incredibly like well done from a but technical still, standpoint. If those are the three four things we notice, and yeah. it still looks good. Oh, it still looks amazing. It really, How many really odd years later? A lot is, of years later. Like I'm so, we were so incredibly impressed by a lot of the stuff on it because, like, oh, yeah. like okay, the set, like the backdrops when mm-hmm. she's are out, when she's painted. are all painted. There's these giant, huge scrims, like painted backdrops yeah. that are amazing. To think that, yeah, nowadays that would have all just been blue green screen, screen or blue screen, screen. screen, yeah, and that would all have been just digital and mm-hmm. fake. It might have still been still been a painting, but it would have been a painting the somebody did on that computer. The slash the flying monkeys, whatever you decide to call them, 
are... Well, the Winkies are the guards. Oh, sorry. The Winkies and then the Flying Monkeys yes. are all people. people. The Flying Monkeys would have been CG. Mm-hmm. I'm sure... I haven't seen Oz the Great and Powerful, but I'm sure if there's Flying Monkeys in there, they're, they're all, all CG. CG. They're every single one of them CG. The, hell, the Munchkins might have been CG at this point. Yeah, uh, probably to have duplicated them. They probably oh, yeah, would have to gotten, make that uh, many of uh, them. A handful of them for like the up-close shots mm-hmm. or like the group shots, but then they would have just duplicated them out to make them yep. all... Like to make the big, huge Munchkinland city of, mm-hmm. of Munchkins. Yeah, that's... It's sad, like, where we've come, but at the same where, time... Yeah, to where we've gone from what we've come right. from. Right, so, like, if you look at what, if you look at that, the movie is this high on the list strictly from a technical standpoint. Strictly from Plus a technical standpoint. Plus, it's a standpoint. very, it is a Depression-era movie. Right, and that was and our second thought feel we good movie. It's, you know, you know, you can try, you know, escape and, you know, get away from it all. And it might be fun at first. It might be fun at first, but all you're going to want to do in the end is there's no place like home. Which is why, and yeah, in a Depression-era movie, to have the final words be, you know... Oh, and well, yeah, there's the no place, place like, like home. home. Yeah, it's obviously it's suppo- it was meant to be that feel good movie mm-hmm. to make people realize that, you know what, it's OK to be where you're at, that you should just be happy with what you have mm-hmm. and not have to constantly daydream about a bigger and better life right. because sometimes your life is better than what it needs to be. Exactly. So it's strictly like that's, in my opinion, that is mm-hmm. more of the reason why. It's on the list as high as it is. Than and then the I, and, and I, again, I, I see that as valid right. and I agree. I mean, the, the technical stuff just kind of like reinforces like, yes, yeah. this, you know, yes, yep. it's not just a feel good movie about from the era when it was done. Plus, but look at what it achieved. You think about how sick some of the stuff they did was. And mm-hmm. I mean, sick both in the like that super awesome sick and sick as an oh, my God, how the hell did they get away with that mm-hmm. and not kill someone? Oh, my God. There's so much crap. The flying monkeys. Fly in, land, grab Dorothy, which I but I'm thinking that was probably a, a stand-in, probably. But like, and then grab a hold of her. Now they're on rigging, like wires. They're on piano wire. And then take her up into the air, like Trivia it's a big swooping shot. Some of the piano wire snapped and they fell Wouldn't and be hurt surprised. themselves. Um, more trivia fact: um, Ray Bulger has the. Scarecrow, Scarecrow makeup yep. on. His yep. prosthetic is made from, like, you know, the prosthetic of, like, the, the rubber and then, like, woven to, like, pattern to look like cloth. Right. It was so tight on his face that when he finished filming, it took, what, almost You a, said almost a year? Almost a year for the marks to go away. That's worse than the guy who fell in the water during Ben-Hur and turned blue and had to be on the payroll until he became unblue. <laughs> Which is awesome, by the way. <laughs> I forgot about that trivia fact. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, um... There's uh, yeah, again, you know, and everybody knows the whole like Buddy Epson story. Yep. You know, and the whole or uh, uh, Buddy Epson was re- no Buddy Epson was was the original was the original Jack yes. Haley. Jack Haley became a Scarecrow. Yeah. So no, it's the like Tin Man or the Tin Man. Sorry. Um, but like everybody knows that story, but he got sick. Bert Lars costume weighed forty pounds and was made of real lion skin. Well, Jack Haley had to lean against a board because his costume was so stiff. Same thing happened to Anthony Daniels with C three P. Yep. yep. Um, well, like and like during the tornado sequence in Oz when the tornado is hitting, like that's Judy Garland running to the house, and there's all this crap right. blowing around the set. And to be fair, that tornado was made from like a sock. Yeah. That they just <laughs> swirled around. I read that in the trivia. But you this know, this is how what? we're gonna do trivia. I'm just gonna say things, which is cool with them. me, honestly, because now we're not just reading it off of. No, we're not. <laughs> we're past that now. Yeah, um, that's right, Mr. Commenter from oh, like stop two years it. ago. <laughs> I don't know why I even read the comments today. I was just curious if we had any. Yeah, the thing is we don't, don't care. go on. We don't don't go on iTunes and rate us. It. I don't care anymore. We don't care. I'm anymore. in the era of our podcast and my re-listening where we're like plugging our show on our Facebook page and our iTunes. Like, oh yeah, if you want to find us on Facebook, go to facebook.com/slash/topshelfpod. 
because we changed we it, changed it for now upcoming for the future, future future series. Indeed. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's easier to remember mm, too. Anyways, more trivia things. Yes. Um, we all, everyone knows the story about her lighting on fire because yep. her cape got stuck. Her cape got stuck when she dropped and below she the fell. Munchkin City. And there's a reason that you see early red smoke because they did it in two takes and the first one was still wrong, mm-hmm. but the second one nearly killed her because they found out that, oh, there's copper in her makeup. That- and apparently they poured something on the burns to get the makeup off that made them burn worse. Oh, jeez. Like... She also worked on the movie for 23 weeks. She was only supposed to be there for like six or something like that. How the that. hell was she on this movie for 23? They cut a bunch of her performance from the movie because it was too scary. Did you know that? They trimmed and deleted a bunch of her stuff from the movie. I would have loved to have seen that stuff. I know. Because that's stuff that's not, that they did not keep. Maybe I would have liked it better. No, I wouldn't have because it scared me as it was. I would like to see that. though. See, again, though, because the book, okay, again, for those of you who have never read Just going to get all literary on us. Yeah, I am. Which is weird. Which is weird because it's normally me. Yeah. But, like, the Wizard of Oz book is, if, if for some reason, if, or if, if you have never read the Wizard of Oz book, I recommend it because it's not this movie. The concept of Dorothy going to Oz and coming across the uh, Scarecrow, the Cowardly Lion, and the Tin Woodsman, not the Tin Man, it's the Tin Woodsman, Yes, um, is the original story and then going to, to the wizard, that kind of happens. But there is so much stuff that's different. The, um, the, the Tin Man, or the Tin Woodman's, Tin Woodsman chops like... The heads off of these like giant like bobcats, I think, in the yeah, movie, like yeah. that happens, or in the book. I'm yeah, sorry. they talk about that. Like, there's so many they differences. Out. Something like things get smashed into like rocks and die. Yeah, and... well, see, okay, if you've if you want to see something that is closer to the actual, watch Return to Oz. You watch Return of the o- and Return that movie to is Oz. Scary. That movie is terrifying. I love that movie to death. It's scary. But Ozma, the headless queen, who. Takes but the people, wheelers with the wheelers. The wheelers who go who fall into the deadly desert, which just immediately turns you to sand, and like the shot of them like falling into it and landing and then turning to sand, and then they do a close-up of the of the sand face and it just starts falling apart. Mm-hmm. That terrified the living crap out of me as a child. Yeah. I love that movie to death I'm, because yeah, of that. I, mm. But Ozma, she can remove her head and like yeah. so it's now just it's a headless body walking around. Uh-huh. But like TikTok. Nope. And Jack Skeleton, not Jack Skeleton, Jack, um, Jack Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Like are my two favorite characters. And they're, they're, they're part of the original Wizard of Oz. They're all part of the original stories, but it's like, I love those because Jack, uh, Jack Pumpkinhead is, um, is Brian Henson. Jim oh, really? Henson, that's his that's he he puppeteered it and oh, okay. he did the voice of nice. him. That's him talking. I did not know that. Which I did not know until years later after watching it. But I love I love those characters. But like that's more closely. Like the tone of return to Oz is closer to the actual books than Wizard of Oz is. This is a feel-good movie compared yeah. like this is nothing. This is like a Speaking weird like cliff note version. <laughs> not feel-good things yes. from this movie. More um, hazardous working condition things. Um, the snow is asbestos. Oh, of course it is. And they knew asbestos was bad by this point. Ugh. 100% industrial grade cryocytol asbestos. Yeah, asbestos. So let's see here. The snow is, a, is asbestos. Asbestos. Yep. Uh, the Wicked Witch's makeup. She got had second copper. and third degree burns on her hands and face. The original Tinman's makeup had silver, like actual. Pieces, like silver, like, like alkaline yeah, or something. Yeah, in it, which was, which was 
made him obviously he was yep, allergic. Yeah, he had an allergic. Sorry, it contained aluminum dust. Aluminum dust. Which coated his lungs. Which means he, he couldn't wasn't, breathe. One day he couldn't breathe and had to be rushed to the hospital. Uh, let's see here. You were had actors on sets that had giant. But they just dust changed it to wins. aluminum and paste. Aluminum paste instead of dust, so it didn't coat his lungs. So it was still aluminum, but it was just thick then at that point. Um, you want to hear a downer thing since we're doing downer stuff? Oh, we might as well because we're also going to talk about the uh, actors and how they died. Yeah. Okay, so I'll start with light, least downer to most downer. Okay. The mun- there's two. The Munchkins are portrayed by the singer midgets, named not for their musical ability. But rather by for Leo Singer, who was their manager. The troop came from Europe, and a number of the Munchkins took advantage of the trip to immigrate and escape the Nazis. That's Professional happy. singers dubbed most of their voices, as many of the midgets could not speak English and or sing well. Only two are heard speaking their real life voices: the ones who give Dorothy the flowers as she has climbed into the carriage. I am not using midgets pejor or you know derogatively. Mm-hmm. That's what it says in the trivia, because I know it's not what we're supposed to say. And then speaking of midgets, real quick. Yep. Uh, there's the, only the Munchkins. The munchkins, munchkins. Sorry, that's I, that's what I meant to say, not midget. Um, munchkins. There's only one surviving cast member from this movie. Mm-hmm. One, one. One cast member, not just Munchkin. One, one cast, cast member. member, and it's Jerry Marin, who is actually from Boston. Mm-hmm. So he's one of the he was one of the American ones. Uh, he is 95 years old. He is the surviving cast. He member He is from the this middle movie. lollipop guild. Yes. He's the green. He's the green one. Guild. Yep. Yep. Um, Over the Rainbow was nearly cut from the film. MGM felt that it made the Kansas sequence too long, as well as being far too over the heads of the children for whom it was intended. The studio also thought it was degrading for Judy Garland to sing in a barnyard. A reprise of the song was cut. Dorothy sang it to remember Kansas while imprisoned in the witch's castle. Judy Garland began to cry along with the crew because the song was so sad. Oh. And lastly... In 1898, Dorothy Louise Gage was born to the brother and sister-in-law of Maud Gage Baum, the wife of author Frank L. Baum. When little Dorothy died exactly five months later, Maud was heartbroken. Baum was just finishing The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, and to comfort his wife, he named his heroine after Dorothy, changing her last name to Gale in his second book. Dorothy Gage was buried in Evergreen Memorial Cemetery in Bloomington, Illinois, where her grave was forgotten until 1996 when it was rediscovered. When Mickey Carroll, one of the last existing munchkins from the movie at that time, learned of the discovery, he was eager to replace her deteriorated grave marker with a new one created by his own monument company. The new stone was dedicated in 1997 and the children's section of the cemetery renamed the Dorothy L. Gage Memorial Garden in hopes that the bereaved families would be comforted in thinking of their lost children as being with Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. Oh. Downer. Down. I mean, that's very that's sweet. So but sweet, though. But, but downer. I agree. Holy crap. So it's in Illinois? Yeah, Bloomington. I don't mean it. I apologize. The cemetery is, yeah, in, in, is yeah. where the, where mm-hmm, the child in, was. Yeah. yeah okay. Not trying to be insensitive. That wasn't what yeah. my goal was, but yes, that's uh, okay. And that's all. Let's let's say this real quick, everybody listening. It is not a Munchkin who is hanging in the background. No. Okay, for the last time, you watch this movie on Blu-ray. You can tell it's not a person hanging when no. Dorothy, the Scarecrow, and Tin Man walk off singing. We're off to see the Wizard after the Wicked Witch leaves and all that fun stuff. There's a obvious giant, you know, bird is what that it's a, shape that is bird in the background. With the feathers, yellow feathers the on their heads. With this, that looks like a crown. Uh, so just again, just to reiterate, it's not a freaking 
Munchkin. He did not hang himself. Nor is it a member of the crew nope. hanging themselves. It's not a ghost. It's not any of that nope. stupid stuff. Um, <clears throat> it's actually, yeah, it's just a large exotic bird that was on loan from the Los Angeles Zoo. Okay, kids? So, there. We've done yep. that. That was my public service announcement. And for those of you who are not knowing what we're talking about, there's been an urban legend since the VHS version of the film yes. that came out in 1989 that said that that was a crew member or a munchkin who was bereaved, who hung himself, yeah. and no one, none of the actors, none of the direct, nobody on set saw this person do this, which makes total and utter lack of sense. Makes no sense, basically. But, you know, that was always the urban legend. It's not. You watch this movie, you can see the thing flapping its wings at one point, like fluttering its wings. It doesn't even look like a person hanging. Come on, guys. Come on. It doesn't. Okay. And by the way, the only location footage in the entire film are the clouds over the opening titles. That's a good point. I just realized that the entire movie takes place on a soundstage yep, then, doesn't it, does. it? It's really convincing, though. It like, does. it looks it good. Touch it. Stop touching the ah, microphone stand. Um, <laughs> Could not think of what I was going to say. I'm not going to talk about the Pink Floyd thing because we all know the stupid Pink Floyd thing. Go on to YouTube, everybody. Professor Marvel never returns Dorothy's picture of Annie M. <laughs> okay, so can we let's talk about this really quick too. Um, oh yeah, we're going to talk about depressing things with the actors. Oh yes, we need to talk about this. So when I when I realized that the the uh, the guy who played the middle um, lollipop guild. Uh, Munchkin is the only one that's alive. I started looking at all the cast members not, and see like when they died. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad because a, like a lot of people died in a very similar fashion. Now, okay, so let's go really quick here. Uh, uh, Judy Garland died at the age of 47 from a drug overdose. An um, accidental barbiturate overdose. Yes. Uh, Frank Morgan, who played the Oz, died in 1949 of a heart attack. Uh, Ray Bolger actually survived a little longer. He died in 87 of cancer. Which, you know, he's the actor from the time he was from. Of course he died of cancer. Um, Bert Lahr died in 67 of uh, hemorrhage and pneumonia. Um, the person who played Glinda died in 1970 of natural causes because she was in her mid to late 80s. Uh, Jack Haley died in 79 of a heart attack. Uh, Margaret Hamilton died in 1985 of a heart attack. Uh, Charles Grapewin, who was Uncle Henry, mm -hmm. died in 56 of natural causes because he was just old. And finally, because I'm, this is just, uh, the, 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 the way I go here. Where'd she go? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Hold on. 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 Where'd she go? Annie M. Clara Blandick died in 1962 of suicide. Yep. Auntie M committed suicide. Yep. Now, let's reiterate real quick. She had been very sick in her life. She was 81. She was 80. What did I say? You, I don't think you said how She was 85. She, oh, she was 85. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I apologize. She was 85. So she was she was up there. But she, at 85, she committed suicide because she was very sick. She stopped acting a couple years prior. She went to... Um, Went to church on, on a church Sunday on a morning. Sunday. Came back, wrote a letter, and the note or the notes said that she was about to take the greatest adventure of her life. And she killed herself. Let's and just she leave it at herself. that. This is a we're not family yes. friendly anymore. And We've it, completely it was, gone off the rails. It's That's okay. So sad that, but I mean, she killed herself because she didn't want to be sick anymore. And if you want to find out how she killed herself, just go under IMDb page. Yeah, I don't. It's know. sad because I told you how she did it, and yeah. it's it's sad. So anyway. Okay, so now that we've been thoroughly depressing with the Wizard of Oz. So this movie tanked the box office. Can we discuss this? No, actually, <laughs> according to the IMDb thing I just read, it did moderately well. It did moderately well. This is well. also 
Depression era America. Yes. It's not like it was going to make a lot of money anyway, and it did well overseas. The movie may, had a budget of two point seven million dollars, right? In nineteen thirty-eight, right. which is freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That is the equivalent because I did. Because guess what? There's inflation. no inflation yeah. nation. We on forgot this movie. to do inflation nation last week. Yeah, we did. It's okay. We forgot to do my section. You forgot to do your section. The only thing I have, and you took it from me. You didn't do the awards um, either. When last now, week? No, I, I haven't gotten to that. Yet. Okay. We're going to get to it. It's going to be real quick. There's not much awards. Don't worry. Um, so this movie had a budget of $2.7 million. In 1938, in uh, 2014, that's the equivalent of a $48 million movie, which nowadays, not, which is sad, that's not that expensive of a movie based upon what you see. I mean, it's not expensive. But for, and nowadays, if they had to build all those sets and they had to do all, you know, they had to hire all those actors and do all the makeup, I'm pretty sure this movie would have easily been like a $200 million movie. Like it would have been a big budget spectacle in order to do it. Plus to get all the cast members, you know, get all the actors in there. Um, originally, in America, the movie did about $3 million. And it depends upon your sources that you get it from because I see IMDb is quoting $5.3 million in America. But even so, again, in Depression era, yeah, that's really good considering people didn't go to the movies back then. But the fact that it was considered to be like an okay film, it made its budget back, but it didn't blow it out of the water. Like nowadays, Hollywood pissed. I apologize. We are already outside of the family thing. Um, Wait, we started talking about suicide. We did. So <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm going to mark this episode as explicit just because of that, I guess. Okay. Um, but um, you even put a little thing at the beginning if you wanted. to. I could, for that matter. Um, so, or I mean, I already did. That was stupid. Anyway, so like nowadays, sorry, I have to show you what I'm laughing at. Wow. So dumb. Uh, Thor in, Thor, Thor out. out. <laughs> wow. Anyways, no. So like nowadays, a movie like in order for them to like greenlight a sequel, a lot of times they require the movie to be to make a good chunk of change. This movie yeah. would not have. This movie probably would have made money back on DVD sales. Let's just and say Netflix this is not Lone Ranger bad. No, where it's like it's oh, like it's probably. And- I don't know. What's a movie that was middle of the road? But was still like decent. Oh, that's hard because a lot of them tend to be like overly successful. Oh no, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World was only like moderately successful. Right, where it's like it cost a lot of money. I don't think that movie cost that much. Well, I mean, compared, I don't think Interstellar did as well as it should have in the box office. I think too. Yeah. So like, it's it's. It's, t- it's, you know, so there, that's another one of those, like, misconceptions that the film tanked in the box office. It didn't necessarily tank. It just wasn't this, you know, smash hit that nowadays, yes, if they re-release The Wizard of Oz in theaters, it's probably going to make easily a couple million dollars just for people going to back to see it again. But it's not a movie that, you know, it wasn't like, well, it cost $3 million to make and we earned uh, $200. Uh, you know, so we completely tanked. Nobody went and saw this movie. It's not that bad, but... You know, this there's a reason why there wasn't a part two to The Wizard of Oz. Right. You know, because the studio was just like, all right, whatever. So, okay, let me do a Wars real quick. And then we'll come back to anything final that you have. This film has a total of 20 awards. Uh, nomination between nominations and wins. It was nominated for a, it was nominated for a handful of Oscars. Uh, the ones that it was, the awards that it was nominated for but did not win included Best Effects for Special Effects. Uh, Best Art Direction, 
best cinematography color and best picture picture did i pronounce that correctly i don't care if you we had this argument like 80 episodes ago (laughs) i know and i'm just bringing it back it's fine uh it was however it did did get nominated for and win best music original score and best music original song for over the rainbow so over the rainbow is a in case people don't know is an academy award winning song yes which means over the rainbow is right up there next to let it go Why? I don't like either one of those songs very much. I pray, I'll take over the rainbow over Let It Go. Just throwing that out there. Anyways, and then... Let it go! No, it I will smack go. you up. No. <laughs> I will smack you up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the film was entered... Please, in, like Jeff would ever smack Oh, my God. I, don't I even take him out. I don't even... First off, I don't even know how to raise my hands. And over two... <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, and number two, yeah, I'm pretty sure Lindsay would just like pelt me upside the head and I'd go down like a little girl. Um, <laughs> I, I censored myself. I don't know why. I'm this trying point. to take people out. Um, so, yes. And it was entered into the National Film Registry in 1989. I did which get... Which the first year. Which was the first year. I did get to see... Uh, first year or second year? First year. It was 89 was the first year. Was it? I yeah, thought it was 88. So. Okay. Well, it was one of those... It was, Right at the beginning. It was one of the first films that I ever released. Um, I did get to see some of the original programs because uh, I went to Grauman's last year and uh, went to the, uh, sorry, Grauman's Chinese Theater, which is exactly what it will always be called in my book, which yep. is where the Walk of Fame is and where the handprints yep. and the cement. Just like it will always be MGM Studios or yep. Disney MGM Studios, not Disney Hollywood Studios. Or Sears Tower. It's the Sears Tower. It's, it's the not Sears Tower, not the Willis, Willis Tower. Tower. The Bruce Willis Tower. Is he going to make Die Hard 12 there? Yes. Uh, come out to Chicago. Have some pizza. Have a few laughs. Have a few laughs. And then I'll just do the same movie over come again. Cool Anyways. Have a few laughs. My goodness. Why That's not we... the first time we've done that on this podcast. No, I know it's not. <laughs> we haven't done it in a long time. No, we though. haven't. Was it, pretty, was it The Sixth Sense yes, was the last was. time we were doing it? It was the last Bruce Willis <laughs> yes, movie. <laughs> last and only. Anyways. Um, <laughs> no Pulp Fiction. You oh, that's right. Time. He was in Pulp Fiction. I'm feeling that. a little depressed now that we did this. <laughs> Why? What we did Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Is it because we're getting close to the end? I think so a little bit. I realized that like I, I, you know, was coming home from work. Hey, I have a no, I had a I had that job on Sunday yes, you the did. last time we recorded. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I started job my job. But I was driving home and I was texting my family to them no, I wouldn't be home tonight until later because I was podcasting, and then I thought Oh, wait, I only have like nine more times where it's yeah. like, hey, I'm going to go podcast. The last episode is the end of April, like April Ish, 28th yeah. or something yeah. like that. We figured it out last time. Yeah. So it's, you know, at the time <sighs> this episode goes up, it's a month and a half away I'm and we're sad. done. I'm also tired. I have to be up really early. Tomorrow. So, but it's, it's, we're, you know, again, we've reiterated this and I don't want us to sound like a broken record, but right. we are, we're getting close to the I end of this. By and, 6.30. And it's, it's, uh. You know, but hey, we rebranded the top. We rebranded the top yeah, shelf Facebook we've got page more coming. and the iTunes page. If you've noticed, because I went back through I and I changed notice. them all, so they all spe- specify that these are part of the AFI top oh, one hundred now. I noticed that you changed the end tag on all the episodes. I did do that, and I did that like around episode like twenty five. Okay, <laughs> well, I just now noticed it's not the big long one anymore. No, it's, it's the short a, one. Yeah, no, I, like I might have been a little later. Yeah, I don't want to advertise uh, all this stuff. So, anywho, um. No, okay, so Wizard of Oz, just final thoughts regarding it's Wizard of Oz. It's a good movie, I just don't care for it. Obviously. I don't, not, okay, it's hard, I'm in that whole thing again. It's, it's, 
it's not a favorite movie of mine. Mm-hmm. Is that a better way to say it? Yeah. I don't dislike it. Like, I'm not like, you know, my family turns on TV and don't leave the and room. And like, and walk away. Not like when they turn on Black Swan. I hate oh. that movie. <laughs> like Natalie Portman. I just, just don't, don't like that movie. That movie. Yeah. That movie just, I don't know. I'll agree with that. Well, and, and, yeah. It's a good movie. It's just not one of my favorites. We'll say it like that. And again, it's one of those where like, I. I it's very important to a great many people. And I totally understand oh, that. Oh, yeah. And I think it's the whole, like, magic and the whole, like, feelings that you get from it. But yep. at the same time, we have movies, we have our own movies that mm-hmm. do that, that give you that same feeling. Mm-hmm. I know yours is probably either It's a Wonderful Life or Philadelphia Story at this point. Uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Story is not magical. It's magical. What are you talking about? I like that movie. It's, it's a Wonderful it's Life. It's funny. Would be one of them. Oh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life makes I was When I was reading that biography of Jimmy Stewart, mm-hmm. I don't know if I texted you this or not when I read it, because this was a while ago, but, like... I was reading the synopsis of It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life, and I started getting teary. She got the feelings. I have the feelings. Um, uh. See, and for me, it's it would be It's a Wonderful Life, but at the same time, in a weird little corner of the world, it's uh, it's it's also the movie Noises Off. There's Fair no enough. there's no magic in Noises Off, but it's the it's the, the emotions feelings. and the feelings that you get from it. That's why. Okay, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Okay. That's another one I could for see me. That. And that has nothing to do. It's okay, two Frank Capra, Jimmy Stewart movies, but I'm trying to look at like your wall of movies and things that make me feel that way. Independence Day. Like I get good Welcome to Earth. I love Independence <laughs> Day. What did well, I ask to do for my counter. birthday this year? We ate cake and watched Independence Day. That's true. Oh, the opening scene, like, not the opening scene in Jurassic Park, but in Jurassic Park when they see the dinosaurs for the first time. Okay. Oh my god. E.T. E.T. could be kind of yeah magical, emotional. I see. I don't know. Like, and I just recently saw E.T. for the first time. You know, I'm looking at my movies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is my Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Uh, <laughs> I have a Transformers movie. Where? You've got two Transformers oh movies. I'm sorry. I didn't know I had these movies. <laughs> They've been behind my peanut container for the last couple months. <laughs> um. Wow. Welcome Jeff to. I own the first two. I know those are the first two. Is that V for Vendetta next to Up? Next, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. It looks kind of like the box for Wreck-It Ralph. That's why oh. I asked. Yes, it is. Uh, oh, Wreck-It Ralph is another one. Tangled! Tangled. I will agree with Tangled. Yes. Little Mermaid. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, there you go. If you want the whole magic and the feelings, it's Beauty, yeah, Beauty and, the and the Beast for me. Little Mermaid for me. We watched Aladdin the other night. Did you? It How was it? Sad. Oh, I loved it. It was Rob gorgeous, Williams. but it was like, oh. It will not break. It will not. It's it broke. broke. <laughs> I'm getting kind of fond of you, kid. Not that I want to go pick out curtains or anything. Like that whole. Oh, no, I want to watch it. I don't think I have gorgeous. it on DVD. I think it's just having it on VHS. Anywho. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we just that, got real nostalgic. It's fine. With that, everybody, uh, that's episode 10. It is episode 10. Or sorry, movie number 10, episode 98. We are two away from our 100th episode. We're not going to do anything special. I just wrote aviator. <laughs> A-L. Is it a <laughs> I you were looking up Aladdin. No. You weren't even with the right. You weren't even on the right letter. No. Right era. Nothing. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, like, oh, I'm so excited to watch it just, this movie. It just means that well, once we hit uh, um, episode 100, we're, we're we're in syndication. Yep, we are. That was oh a TV god. show. Oh my god, we're definitely like five seasons worth of a TV show. Yes. Done in two and a half years, mind you. We're 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 awesome. <laughs> I don't care what any of you have to say. Whoa. Yeah, we are. We have. A, we have. We have an equal we are amount five of five seasons, seasons of a TV show. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whoa. Fringe. Fringe, which I just finished watching, only had exactly 100 episodes, so it could go into syndication. Nice. So anyway, episode 99, 99. so almost season five. Oh my God, is Schindler's List 100? Yes, it is. Oh, that's our 100? Yep, that's our 100. That's such a sad movie. I know, but it's an that, important movie. That groan movie. wasn't a, oh my God, I don't want to watch no, it. No, it's just groan a was sad a, oh, it's movie. so sad for episode Well, okay, 100. so our next movie is Vertigo, which Vertigo. is not a happy movie either. 1958 <laughs> rated PG, two hours and eight minutes, mystery romance thriller. A retired San Francisco detective suffering a rack Oh, sorry, Arcophobia investigates the strange activities of an old friend's wife, all while becoming dangerously obsessed with her. Sacrificing Directed a... by Alfred Hitchcock. He's experiencing Starring arachnophobia. Starring Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart and Kim Novak. He's chasing Kim Novak because he's got a fear of okay. spiders. Arcophobia and arachnophobia look really similar, all right? Also, just well, there, say there's, vertigo. There's, there's spiders everywhere. <laughs> that was the weirdest Jimmy oh, Stewart accent. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, spiders. Oh, I gotta go to the Golden Gate Bridge. That's where they don't come and get me. I gotta go on top of this church bell tower and look <laughs> don't, down and it's see a mission. The spiders. It's a mission, not a church. Just the spiders. There's a spider. You're just a, okay. you're just a scary old spider. <laughs> <laughs> the itty pity ones. It's a wonderful life callback. Anywho. Uh, so this episode is this episode's almost it fifty really minutes. Is. Hey, guess um, what, Jeff? Hmm. It's all uphill from here. It is all uphill from here because there's only nine more episodes. I know. There's ten more episodes left. Ten more movies. Eleven more episodes. Eleven more episodes. Or so. Because we have to do our wrap-up episode. Which I don't know when that'll actually happen. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it We might take point. a couple weeks break and do it. Especially what might be going on at that point. Yeah, right, there's so. a lot of stuff that's going to be happening yeah. right when this show ends. Yep. So, so we'll have to wait to see what happens and when that comes up. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Good night, Radio Ryan. Say good night, CK Dexter. Hi! Get off the boat, Radio Ryan. Don't get off the boat, man. Tigers, man. Tigers, man. Just attacks. Man. 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 Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for doing it. (laughs) It's all uphill from here. That was my Lindsay voice. That's a horrible impression. It was a horrible. By okay. I'm insulted. The last movie we will flip flop. Who? What? What did we do? I and, quit. And, and, and I can't get up. I'm stuck. <laughs> you are here forever. Oh, I have to go home. I have Let's to go to bed. List. No, I have to go home and go to bed. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Oh, I stepped on the microphone. <laughs> We're so professional. This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>